I don't care. I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to, you know, just throw it up and um, just, I don't, yeah, I don't care anymore. So it'll just be whatever it is, you know? What is, uh, what's going on? I stopped, New Year's resolution. You know how our podcast is just, I would describe it as barely perfect, like not even professional, just completely amateurish. We're going lower. We're going lower. We're taking it it down. We're taking it down. Don't love it. So, uh, so no editing whatsoever. There'd just be whatever the sound is, the sound is, whatever the video is, the video is, and uh, it's called keeping it real. We're going to keep it mm-hmm. real. Okay. So that's what the podcast is from now on. And a lot of people okay. right now are saying that's what it always was. And I'm saying to them, I can make it worse. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. I've heard your complaints, um, and we're going huh? in the other direction. Okay. Other Great. direction. I'm going to sink this boat. 2023, let's sink this boat. All right. The let's dollar. calm down a lot. Let's calm down a lot. Okay? Right now. We're taking the boat down. No. I hope everyone had a good new year. This will be great. We're excited to, to keep stepping it up. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Come on, Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. We are brought to you in part by Squarespace. What is Squarespace? Squarespace, of course, is uh, a website domain, online store, marketing tools, analytics, all in one, the whole ball of wax. They're not kidding around over there. They're doing a whole thing. Uh, Gareth and I are uh, fully invested and in love and in business with Squarespace. Uh, Gareth has his website uh, on Squarespace. Uh, I have my website on Squarespace. And then, of course, we have uh, the dollarpodcast.com where you can go and click on the link to get tickets for our upcoming Online live reverse dollop on January 19th? Uh, no, January 12th. January 12th. Wow. And uh, so You're not kidding. Well, I don't, yeah, I, I'm telling you, it's all going down. So, Squarespace uh, is where you can get all that information. So, if I mess it up here on the audio or video portion of what you're uh, consuming, you can go to our Squarespace website and find it. We also have our sources all on Squarespace. So, we're all in. Uh, we're very entwined with Squarespace. Some people say that we share uh, fallopian tubes. So from websites to online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build an uh, online presence or, or just have a business you want to do. You just want to do like, uh, hey, we got engaged, and here's where we want you to send our presence. Uh, anything like that. Because get, getting engaged is all about it, – it's a grift. Like when you said that you were going to take the quality of the showdown, I didn't <laughs> believe you. But so far, this has been an absolute nightmare. Uh, Squarespace has a world-class design. We, uh, I first started uh, working uh, with Squarespace because uh, the templates look great, and it was super easy to use, which is the key to a dummy like me. Got to be super easy to use. There, there's no updates you have to do. It's all taken care of. You just go in and, 
and find the template you want, and, and off you go. Uh, nothing upgrade ever. So they also have 24-7 award-winning support, which I love. Uh, so here's what you are going to do. And by you, I don't mean Gareth. I mean the people listening. You go to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or a domain. Gareth, if you did that, if you did that, that would be uh, violating our contract. You don't get to don't save ten percent. Any clue? I bet if I was in the same room with you, I'd smell alcohol. Why is my dad here? Oh no, you killed him. <sighs> just a bad start to the year. I thought we were just going to have fun. We're coming in low. It's pretty bad. Twenty twenty three. We're coming it's in. Pretty low. bad. It's been a nightmare. Um, as you mentioned, David, uh, we do. We have a live virtual show January 12th with Moment. You can go to moment.com slash the dollop, a reverse dollop a pollard. I'm, uh, at some point, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. <sighs> See, it'll come to me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, So join us for that. Um, we are going to add a guest. I guess I should say who we're adding. May as well we do it now, right? Yeah, do it. Yeah, my so uh, my mother will join us. Oh, my God, uh, my, my mother, mother is also joining us. Oh Bonnie. God, this is a nightmare. Uh, so my mother will join us for this. Uh, it is at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, but again, as always, it's available for like two or a week or so afterwards, I think. I think it's one week. Um, so you don't have to watch it live, but you can watch it live. And if you really want to watch it live, I would recommend doing the Bill O'Reilly. We'll watch it live. That's a great freak out. It still holds up. Also, Dave... I'm getting back out there, ready to party. Uh, I will be at the Detroit House of Comedy on January 27th, Friday at 7.30 p.m. Two shows, January 28th, that Saturday, same place, Detroit House of Comedy. I will be at East Providence, Rhode Island at the Comedy Connection, January 29th. January 30th, I'll be at the Hartford Funny Bone. And then January 31st, I'll be in West Nyack, New York at Levity Live. Uh, you can go to GarethReynolds.com for ticket information. I will be asking people to still wear masks at these shows. That's I know people uh, really don't care for that policy, but Gareth, um, I have a, but, I have a, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say, come February, people are going to be super into wearing masks because I would like well, to introduce you to my I'm friend XBB 1.5, also known as the Kraken or the US US variant, <laughs> and it's having a ball, baby. I am. Uh, I'm going to be a part of it, so I'm getting in early. So, uh, so yes, that's. I'm, I'm asking. I'll have masks to hand out at those shows and all that shit. But that would be great if you would do that. But anyway, go to GarethReynolds.com for ticket information. We also have another podcast, which is called The Pastimes, um, which is uh, like the dollop, but uh, just us going through a newspaper with a guest. And um, it's pretty funny, and people seem to like it. It's on the dollop feed. Yeah. You can listen to that. For people um, so, who uh, who are like, I don't want to hear a depressing one or whatever, you can always listen to the pastimes because they're just yeah, not, it is just good time, Charlie's. There's not, it's just total nuts, insanity, and uh, there's not uh, there's not really much to keep track of. Uh, my mother said she when she listened to the first one, she liked it better, but she still doesn't listen. So I don't know what that <laughs> I don't know what that means. And my mom told me this week I should become a professional photographer, um, and I said I have uh, I have a job. And uh, she said, well, you're just very good with uh, uh, photographs. And I said, honestly, I just took a picture of of, uh, uh, the waves. 
And then she started telling me I should, could go around the country taking pictures. Of That's sunsets. one of my favorite things on Seinfeld is how his parents are always kind of recommending new jobs for him. They're like, this Bloomingdale's yeah. managerial program. That could be good for you. So you're yeah. getting that. It's, yeah, it's that's no, great. It's a, it's a good. It's you. a good time to start a new profession. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, later like, when can I retire and not do anything anymore? And my mom's like, well, what look, about can, a can, different? Get job? out there. Get out there. Start a new craft. Start a new business. <laughs> Use Squarespace. <sighs> oh, and if you want to watch us do this, I have a hood on. Davis Beanie on. Go to uh, our Patreon. You can join. Yeah, us and that's watch where it. you can join up and watch all the fun. Uh, April 5th, 1951. Interesting. Year of our Lord. Jesus Cristo. Or as he is known in Peru, the magic man. It's getting dumber. Yeah. It's not getting less dumb. Dean Kamen was born on Long Island, New York. Now I'm not His gonna dad. lie. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I mean, maybe. His dad was an illustrator for magazines like Mad Mad Magazine. Uh, uh-huh. Dean was brilliant from the get go. Uh, in the seventh grade, a <laughs> now math I teacher. Don't. In the seventh grade, a math teacher thought he was cheating because he did all the work in his head, so he wouldn't put uh-huh. it on the paper. He'd just be like, "The answer is this." School bored him. He was just bored by how stupid it was. He once told friends he would get exactly... See, that's like me without the uh, element of being able to do the stuff in my head. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I was bored because I was like, I don't even want to use a calculator for this. Yeah. Uh, No, he's bored for being too smart. He he once said it was easy to get A's, so he told his friends he was going to get exactly the score of 57 on a math test, and he did. Now that I've done. (laughs) But not on purpose. No, no, but I've called my shot. I've been like, I'm going to fail this pretty hard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In high school, he got into semiconductors and super transistors, as a lot of us did. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, he made a light box that pulsed with music. Sure. So uh-huh. he was working uh, for a contractor that was doing business with the museum, and there's a planetarium there, and he asked if he could redo the light system for the planetarium. And they were like, get, get the fuck out of here. No, you're 16 right. years old. And he did it anyway. Wow. And then and it, was uh, it was amazing. And uh, soon he had a one-man lighting system business. Wow. He's 16. That, that, he now, see, that, s- can be you, that can be you with your photography thing. Yeah, If same you just kind of put your mind to it a little bit. Yep. Give it a shot. Right. right. Could be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy who photographs fog. Uh, so they're really all gray. Stupid business. And I'm just model. like it's what you see. It's what you want to see in the fog. It's a bad business model. So it's just different grays. That's gonna be the name of my art show. Different grays. David Gray. Uh, so he's 16, 16 years old, and he's making sixty thousand dollars a year. And again, this is okay. like in the, yeah. the late 60s. Okay. So he goes to Worcester Polytechnic Institute, uh, but he just sat in class, in classes. He, he would just go to different classes to hear what he wanted to hear instead of going to the classes he was supposed to go to. Okay. He would like sit in and be like, oh, I want to hear this, this physics lecture. And he would go to that instead of history or whatever. Okay. 
uh, he, uh, so he had this, he had this Cordis, the, the medical device company. He had a job with them, like putting on for like a conference or whatever. And something went wrong with the light box. And he, at the last minute saved the day. And the founder was very impressed with him and invited him to breakfast the next day. And he said, all because most of your employees are idiots. And, and the guy is like, Impressed with him because who says that? <laughs> to he's a like guy Val Kilmer and real genius. Where it's like you're like, all right, he's smart, but he's like he doesn't care. It's, just, it's all of it's very attractive. Yeah, it's great how he has. He just hate, hates every. He's mean, I guess. Is it mean? Yeah, he just does what he wants. He's cocky. He's cocky. I think when you're super smart, everyone else seems like ants, and you can't, you don't even well, know how to. Talk I don't to know. Them. I mean, I don't view it like that, but I definitely like. I think you know, you 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 find it difficult to walk amongst you. Yeah, others. I think it's like it's like this podcast. Yes, it's very much like this podcast. It's very much like it's it's difficult at times, but I figure it out. Yeah, like your like like your. Yeah, I figure my, out how to aunt. be around you. Aunt. Yeah. Yeah, you're an ant. No, no, you're an ant. So, uh, so this guy's really into him, and the guy goes out to visit Dean in New York when he's there, and goes to Dean's house, and Dean's like, "You should see my lab." And Dean happens to be working on a device that automatically delivers IV doses at exact intervals, oh, because wow. up until this point, nurses would have to do it, and so Dean invents a machine to free up the nurses, and the IV just does it automatically. Helpful, helpful. Uh, so it's, uh, it's the first drug infused pump at 20. He sells them at $2,000 each and he starts hiring employees. He goes to the school that he, the polytechnic institute and like lures away, <laughs> away professors like the, the or whatever. Good, right. Yeah, oh, he lures away the, the professors. And yeah, he was like luring away workers and, um, and he created, professors. He, then, like, I'd like you to come work for me. Like, yeah, okay. Get out of this shit job. So then he uh, he creates the first portable insulin pump. Man. And so he's rolling in money, still living in his parents' house, um, but has a large business. But he doesn't like paying New York state income tax. Nice. Here we go. As all these, all these guys are like this. All these guys are like, yeah. why can't I just have all the money? How do you have no... How are you so smart, but you absolutely cannot understand society? And well, because you live in a we, we live, well, it's also, but it's also, you're just like, I'll create a perfect world for myself, and the rest of you can go fuck yourselves. And <laughs> it's like, well, no, part of it is like, let's all live in a world where everybody could get a little bit of the action. Yeah, but it's also, but also, they don't realize like you are getting stuff because it's like, yeah, you know how there's right. no um, marauders on the highway? That you have yeah, to right. fight to get home? Yeah. That's because you live in a society. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Like, the, the deal is this. You'll pay taxes, and then the people who don't have as much money as you, they'll try. They'll probably won't kill you. Probably won't kill you. So he moves to, he, then he sees, <laughs> he sees a license plate, a New Hampshire license plate, with the slogan, live free or die. And he's like, that, oh, that's my place. I'm a live free or die guy. Um, so he moves uh, everything to New Hampshire. Cheap, that, cheap that really land. puts a dent in my theory that those license plates have never swayed anyone with their slogans <laughs> about anything. <laughs> Which is how I thought it was before, where you're like, yeah, whatever, it's just stupid. Well, that's why I moved to Virginia, because I thought it was for lovers. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I moved to Delaware, 
Because on the license plate it says, eh. <laughs> Cowboy. No, Delaware's just like, do you want to be a bank? <laughs> so um, he, yeah, he moves there. It's, it's uh, no, no state income tax, cheap land, a lot of unemployed people. Um, and then the business is there for a while. And then at 31, he sells the business for $30 million. Jesus Christ. This is this yeah. is where you don't hear from me. This is why it wouldn't be a story because you'd be like, and "Then yeah. this guy," and then he was gone. Away. Then yeah. he would. I would one hundred percent. They'd be like, "He lives on a beach." Yeah, what does he do? He domesticated a family of monkeys who he lived with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's loaded. He buys a helicopter and a plane. He learns how to fly them. Um, he buys an island off New York. Nice. Off New York? I mean, is, Come on, uh, go further. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. He, <laughs> he called it North Dumpling. Wow. And What's going on? And he referred to himself as Lord Dumpling. Uh, Dave, we're starting to get some of those little details. He Lord wrote a constitution. Dumpling? You could do better. You could do better. You could do a lot better. But again, we're now we're just getting a, a I'm sorry. of how terrible his sense of humor is. Sorry. Sorry. You were just starting to say that he wrote a constitution. He wrote a I constitution. Uh-huh. That's correct. He put his family and friends in cabinet positions. So it's like, it's like what a kid does when they pretend they're running a bank at like six? Yes. Yeah. He thinks it's hilarious. Okay. He had ministers of brunch and nepotism. So, by the way, if you're... If you're keeping track, this is where I hate him. This is where I absolutely it's getting hated tough him. to hang in there. I yeah. These are these are the kind of whimsical fun shit that Silicon Valley people do that makes me not yeah, right. like anything yeah. about them. Right. Yeah. Secretary just, just of Brunch. So you have a bunch of money. Does not make you interesting or funny. It's Dave. I you say that, but then we've all seen it recently. Yeah. No, it's, you're right, Musk. You can be really rich and really, really funny. I mean, he's really funny. Oh, my God. That guy's so good. Ah. He, he made Ben and Jerry the ministers of ice cream. Okay. It's really stupid now. Did they respond in any way? I th- well, he's big in New Hampshire, so, so he maybe probably they did. knew them. Yeah, he probably knew them. Okay. Uh, he had currency with the value of pie. I'm out. I'm fucking out. I don't even get. I, like I don't even understand what, what that do you mean? means. You don't get it, Gary. So his per dollar Gareth, his is like three point one four. Did you is, say Gary? Is, Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. I'm thrown off by everything. It's infinite. Pi is yes. infinite. Can you see the fun he's having? Can you yeah, see the fun? Do you mean it's the currency in, is Gareth, that? It's an infinite dollar. I, I, the I, fun. Hate, I hate him and I hate you. I'm the starting to hate you. When he hands that to someone and tells them and they they giggle for hours. It's so fun. I'm pissed at you now. He would only go to the island a couple times a year because really it was just a bug out place in case everything went south. He buys a bunch of vacant brick buildings on the Merrimack River in New Hampshire and creates a research and development company called Dika, D-E-K-A, for the first two letters of his first name and the first two letters of his last name, Dika. Okay. He, uh, he's a very big deal in small New Hampshire. 
The union leader wrote a story about him because he shaved his beard. I got an uncle who lives in a really small town in England, and my uncle's like 6'8", and he makes the paper like every four months. <laughs> like there's like, there's like, there's always something. It's, it is story, like, are the stories like, the giant is coming! Is it yeah, like it's like, one was about how he ripped through his shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another was about how he went to America and he got a bunch of new shoes. Mm-hmm. There was just, like, you know, stuff where you, like, it would be like in the 1400s, like the really tall guy in your city. You'd be like, there's that big guy. Like, that's what they're dealing with over there. Well, no, it's terrifying, especially to the English, because they're all really, really little people. Uh, They're all under 5'5", mostly. That's not true. Oh, no, I forgot about the teeth. Uh, With the teeth, they're about 5'6". Come out of the top of their head. Doesn't even make sense. In... In 1989, Dean and another guy started FIRST for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. So he hates, he hates how our society values sports and all the emphasis and attention to sports. And he wants to, uh, to have brains celebrated. The, but this so, has been like the... Like I've seen, I've seen nerdy standups do bits about this, where, but it's it's like there's always something stupid that replaces sports, you know. Like, and I even get that to some. I'm like a little fed up of sports being so distracting in our society. Yeah. But normally, like, you know, then then I'll be like, all right, well, what's your pitch? And then then I'll hear like, <laughs> well, like if a Wookie were to, and I'm like, all right, very stupid too. Also very stupid. No, I always love the guys that are like online and like, oh, you guys watching sports? And then they do like yeah. 10 comic book. Uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> we all like, fill. That there's doesn't all, help there's something, at all. There's something, yeah, exactly. It's like there's, you're going to fill it with something equally stupid. Um, so it's basically a robot sort of competition thing to replace sports in schools. And it's successful. Like kids get into it and it's a whole thing and it becomes, you know, nationwide thing. It's, you know, it's great. It's actually really good. Um but he'd always be into first. He, that was always his thing. He's always pushing first for the rest of his life. Sure. Um, so Dean wants his engineers at DECA to really take big, big swings, to just fail in absurd ways. Mo- because moon, they're like moon shots, we call them. Moon shots. Moon shots. Yep, moon shot. He wants massive moon shots. One day he's watching a guy in a wheelchair having a really hard time getting up over a curb. By the and way, that guy is like, hey, cool. Having fun? Hey, how about a little help? A little help? That's fascinating. He can't Look get at up you. it. Look at you not go. Wow. He can't get up, though, for that curb. And instead of being like, well, they should have uh, like a little thing that goes down, like lower the curb there. He mm-hmm. says, I, I, uh, I got to reinvent the wheelchair. Uh, so he buys every wheelchair patent from the past hundred years. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bold. 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 I just not I, something you would like. That, that just not something I think you like. If you hear someone say that, you're like, oh yeah, good luck with that, and then to <laughs> actually be able to get every wheelchair patent. Yeah. Okay. Uh. 
And then one day he was getting out of the shower and he slipped, but somehow maintained his balance and didn't fall. And he thought, well, that's the kind of balance a wheelchair should have. That should be like we have it in us, so it should be in a wheelchair. Sure. On, in uh, July 1992, his company created a balancing table on two wheels. And okay. then they started working to get it to be able to climb stairs. So basically, it's, it's like, it's like, he, he built lear- like a it ch- learns, it learns how not to fall. It's like a not fall table on right. wheels. Okay. And now he's like, well, we got to get it to go upstairs. Um, so they're working on that. He shows it to a friend and his friend's like, okay, so this is like Nobel prize winning thing. Don't let anybody know about it. Like keep it secret. So he locks it down. He totally locked down. No one can know about it. Um, one day they're working on it and it does like what they described as a Roomba dance. Uh, It's all getting a little kooky. <laughs> it's getting a little kooky now. Okay. So they, what is a so Roomba they, dance? I don't know. It's like a little shaky shaky. <laughs> Does that help? Like Roomba I've I've not had a ton of interactions with Roombas, but I've never seen them dance. Uh well Roomba is a dance. Oh I'm thinking of like the little vacuum. No, You're talking no, about like the actual before like the vacuum. Right, okay. I thought yeah, you were yeah, like actual giving me a okay, no. all right. I okay, have a so Roomba, it does a little way because I want Google to know my house layout. Yeah, no, but believe me, there like it's just amazing how everything we invite into our houses. It's like yeah, and uh, it just needs it can listen to all your thoughts and all your phone calls. <laughs> and you're like, wait, I just need something to clean up like dust. No. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, we're gonna and this thing will know <laughs> your world. Is that sound good? And it can, and a lot of it can be used in court. Does that sound okay? We'll be able to use, and the police are able to listen to it and use it against you. You mean the thing that'll clean up my cat hair? Yes. It's like having a meticulous made spy. I don't, I just want the house floor clean. That's all I'm looking for. Absolutely. And it'll clean the floor, and it'll also recognize any domestic issues you have with your wife and uh, any misgivings you have as far as the, any way, anything you do as far as, illegal activities or things you don't like or things you do like. Sometimes we'll just be advertising at, and keep in mind, it does rugs and it's going to be able to find its way into the corners of your room. It knows, and it goes under couches. Yeah. Oh, good. And then if you ever try to come at us, we will eliminate you with the power we've gained. Wait, you're a vacuum company. Yeah. We are a vacuum company that specializes in taking over you and ideally everyone you know and the world. So I gotta that's say, I really like I like clean floors, so I'm just gonna do Great, this. you're gonna love this. So uh and because it does this little dance, they nickname it Fred, as in Fred Astaire. That's, nice. the, that's what they named the machine. So um, they got it pretty soon to be able to walk upstairs. So it's got like two wheels. So the wheels like, I mean, four wheels, right? Two on each side. So it like goes yeah. up like that. So um, right. it 
look, it cost a lot of money to this point. And Dean's now like, I got to get investors. So he start, starts looking. Um, there's a video of one investor sitting on Fred while smork, smoke pours out of the bottom and, and someone off camera going, sir, maybe you should get off now. <laughs> Again, if you didn't know that Fred was uh, some sort of robotic wheelchair, it sounds a lot funnier. Um, yeah. Okay, so he's sitting on Fred. Smoke's coming out of the ass. And people are like, hey, get off it. And he's like, look at this. Hey, it's fun. So Johnson & Johnson ends up coming on board as uh, the main funder. They're going to fund the thing. Okay. After signing, a bunch of uh, Johnson & Johnson execs go to look at Fred, and they get a little demo, and then they, they're leaving the building, and uh, they're walking outside when Fred has a part break, and then Fred goes bug fuck. And so they... They look back because Fred has slammed an engineer into the window. I will then, kill you. Give me <laughs> ev- I love you. And then it starts banging against the glass like it, like it wants to break through to get at the executives. So now they're like, did so we they're just buy? like I, I'll tell you, I did, I, I did I, uh, love the demo. But now that it's trying to break through glass and I believe kill us, I'm getting what I'd call cold feet. Can we not have a murder chair? Um, I should point out that one of the kinks we're working out is that the Fred will try to murder. Oh, no, that's not what we wanted, actually. Well, good to know. We can, can iron we that little out, bug out. Can we take out the murder part and then just have the, the, the wheelchair Unfortunately, part? the guy who was really good at that software has been murdered by Fred inside. Oh. So. Let's do a thing where we rip up the contract and we get our money. Oh, I don't think Fred's going to like that. Okay, never mind. So uh, one engineer starts, he starts standing up on Fred's little table platform thing and surfing around the lab. Is th- this is not right at, this is not on the heels no, this of what is, just, this is just separate day. No, no separate new, days. The, the sun's gone up. The, the, yeah. Okay, right, it's yeah. a new a day. Few calend- a couple of calendar pages. Calendar but, days have gone blown yeah. off. So he starts doing this all the time. Like, he's having fun surfing around the lab. And then they're like, wait, this this could actually be something besides a wheelchair. So they make a smaller, lower version of Fred to stand on. They put a little handlebar on it. If you lean forward, it goes forward. If you lean back, it stops. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering when Uh, you'd get it. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and they call they call it Ginger. So it's Fred and Ginger. Uh-huh. Fred's where the money is, right? So they work on that during office hours and off hours. They're all they all work on Fred. So Fred is now a off year hours behind they work schedule. On Ginger, you mean Ginger? Yeah, yeah. So um, Fred is now a year behind schedule, way over budget. Um, but Dean is actually a problem. Because someone would come up with a new idea, and Dean would tell them to go for it, even though it would take them way off schedule. Okay. And one change would cause everything else to change in the way Fred was working. Right. So it's total, it's chaos. Fred has burned through $50 million and they Holy need another shit. $50 million. Holy shit. 
this started like as a great, this was like a great moment. He's like, that guy can't get on the curb, and I could fix that. And here we are like, look, it's, I mean, it's gotten a little cokey now. He's like, look, we need $100 billion. $100 billion to make this. Come on, man, relax. You just need 100 bill. Um, so Johnson Johnson had Dean take Fred public on Dateline. And people go nuts for it. Like, people in wheelchairs sure. are like, what the fuck? I need this. Right. So Dean hired... He hi- Now, Dean hires a group just to work on Ginger. He's like, I need a separate Ginger group. Sure. Because right now, that's all off hours. But now he's going to make it legit. But again, total secrecy. He thinks that Ginger is going to kill off cars. And, quote... If these huge organizations get wind of the project, they could use their massive resources to erect obstacles against us. I prefer to, I prefer to hide from the giants as long as we can. Now, Dave, this quote's weird. <laughs> this is a weird little quote. So he's like, Ginger will eliminate cars, mm-hmm. but the government or the powers that be will probably start putting things in the way of no, a ginger well, world. He's, he's saying he's, that the car companies will use the government to put stuff in the way. Sure, like walls or posts or... Or make it illegal. Or make it... Right, okay. And, um... Yeah. Okay. And everyone's like, well, I mean, should we just finish? Right. Eliminate... I mean, I mean that, little... the problem is that he thinks it's going to eliminate cars. That is that is the problem. That is the because main problem. Because it's just people are always going to want the comfort of, of you a know car. a little room, window options, things Carry of that your nature. Stuff. You got stuff. Yeah, being able to control the temperature, things yeah. of that like that will be yeah. I think people really enjoy. Yes. So, that that's what's going on in his head. He hires engineers without telling them what they're working on. And uh, a CEO Tim Adams is hired. Tim was uh, an ex-president of Chrysler Europe. Takes a 50% pay cut because he's seen Ginger and he's like, oh, this is crazy. This I'm is in. so good. Now, Dean needs uh, investors for Ginger, obviously. Sure. He's, Dean is actually a natural salesman. He's really good at selling things. But it's when people see Ginger that they truly lose their mind. When an investor was on it, Dean would push them hard in the chest and say, see, it automatically compensates. When someone was on it, he would push them hard in the chest. Oh, so to sort of show that it, it kind of gives you the balance. Yeah, that you're not following. Right. It's also a bit intimidating. Weird, yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Um, he, uh, he, 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 here's the thing, though. Dean is asking for investors, but he wants to give up barely any of the company. So he wants, like, right. you can have a percent for $30 million. So no one's going for that. So he asks um, supply companies, <laughs> right, when he's like, we got to get supply companies for this. He wants them to eat the cost of making their products. So instead of him just going, like, I want 500 springs <gasps> and I'll pay for them, he's going, you guys make the springs, and then when it starts selling, right. we'll all make money together. Right, which is different. They're like, that sounds like a lot of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, well, this is going to change the world. So you want in on it. 
Yeah. But and no, by one, the but way, none... I, I mean, it, it sounds crazy, but I mean, I could easily see people being like, I mean, if you think about what just happened with, um, what the fuck is uh, Sam Bankman Fried or whatever? Uh, yeah. I mean, these like I could see you could see these people being like, I mean, look, we do not want to let this opportunity pass us right. up. If you're like, there is this wheeled uh, motorized device that'll take you pretty much anywhere you want to go. You're like, man, this guy's good. He's good. But they again, he's not telling them that they haven't seen it. The suppliers so don't know he what it is. Them exactly? He's just it's like going to change. I've got the car killer. I'm going to kill the American car. Got the car killer. You mean Truckosaurus? And he's like, "Do you want to be in on a world where you could have made billions of dollars by making he's the springs? monorail salesman?" Yes, he's the monorail salesman. By the way, don't get me started on the monorail in Los Angeles. Oh so good. It's the worst. So the plan good. is they're going to do it, and it's literally like saying, "What if we don't have public transportation in Los Angeles?" Anyway, yes, but we pay for it. Oh, I watched this. I watched this thirty-five minute video of a guy breaking down how bad it is, and you're just like, "They're going to do this," and it's it's catastrophically bad. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah. Uh, so he he's talking to these suppliers, and they haven't seen it. But he he look. He's like, once it starts to sell, you're all going to get rich. We're all going to get rich. Dean's not really. Uh, he's not really a normal guy. His dad. Called him a human irritant. You mean the secretary of brunch? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He speaking called him a which, human irritant. Speaking of which, Dean is Dean is one of those guys who doesn't eat breakfast or lunch because they're quote too bothersome. <sighs> and yet he has it. He has a minister of brunch. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that guy's not doing his job properly. So the CEO wants to hire a supply consultant to deal with these supply companies that Dean is clearly being a problem with. But Dean's like, I don't want to spend the 50000 that that would cost. Mm-hmm. In late December every year, Dean would give his employees what was known as Dean's State of the Union. He would discuss the projects that were being worked on. This year, they all had problems. They're all sucking up money. There's no money coming in, really. It's just a... A lot of money sucking. But Dave, we've seen in our government that that doesn't mean you can't give a hell of a State of the Union speech. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you're hemorrhaging. You're still just like, we're fucking crushing it. Everyone's like, ah! So rumor was that that there weren't going to be any bonuses this year. Um, and again, this is uh, Dean owns this company. It's not a public company. So most of, if you're an engineer for most other companies, you're getting stocks. Right. And you're part of the machine and hopefully you'll get rich. But Dean gets the royalties and then he gives out bonuses. So that's actually a problem because other companies are luring engineers with stocks and Dean's cheap. His mom is still the bookkeeper. Wow. (laughs) Poor person. I mean, what a she's probably like, God damn. This is getting a little complicated. He's like, no, Ginger's a separate entity. Mom! You got Ginger and Fred? What? Mom! No, Mom, that's the island, not the factory! I don't want to do this. This is not... I'm not capable of it. Mom? Mom? I I don't... I will unchain you 
when you're I, done with this I year's numbers. I, your mother, I don't enjoy mom, this role. Mom, run them again. Run I the numbers again. To, I, it took me five days to figure out what they were. I don't want to do this. Okay, I, I was much happier as the snack secretary. Mom, That's I'm a role gonna, I felt more comfortable in. I'm going to start withholding food. Okay. No, but this, your father, the secretary of brunch, is the... You... Uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just look through some of these numbers again, Your Majesty. Thank you, Mother. <laughs> so... He gives this <laughs> speech. The speech this year lasts two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, for fuck's sake. God. Okay, right I, now. I, I, like, I like struggle even imagining that. Right? Like, I, yeah. And again, there's probably engineers who are super into it, but there's also like janitors and a secretary and they don't give a shit. Look, there's people who are into the Lord of the Rings being two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> That's a two-hour fucking movie. Cut the fat. <laughs> Nothing needs to be two hours and 40 minutes. Nothing. At the end of this speech, he says he is going to give bonuses, but that he had to mortgage his house to get the money for the bonuses. Quote, So to the people grumbling, I want you to stop. To the people not enthusiastic, I want you to get over it. And the people who want to sleep on a bearskin rug had better make sure the bear is dead first. Hey, uh, the last part. (laughs) What? I'm throwing in things that don't make sense. Don't sleep on living bears. It's so silly. It's such a Silicon Valley bro. 100%. Just, I'm sacrificing everything for you people. Yeah, yeah. It's such a a personalized sacrifice bullshit narrative. I had to pay for the old wood for my crucifix. He has a helicopter and a plane and a mansion. Uh, Nobody cares. Yeah, but those things cost a lot. (laughs) So Dean, a couple months later... Goes out to give a TED talk in California and meets a huge VC guy. Great. Who's maybe the biggest, I think now is considered the biggest VC guy. Who? John Doerr. Um, he had funded at this point Compaq, Netscape, Amazon, Sun Microsystems, and a bunch of others. Okay. So he won't tell the guy what it is. Guy flies out. That, that is an amazing, that, that, uh, it's only in the, Super rich circles is that going to work? Right? It's like, I can't tell you what it is. You're like, uh, I'll fly anywhere. What is it? <laughs> well, he was like, like he saw the wheelchair and he was amazed by the wheelchair because the wheelchair is right. amazing. But then he's like, I had this other thing. And the guy's like, What is it? And he's like, He's like, You got to fly out. And then he's like, You got to sign an NDA. And the guy's like, I don't sign NDAs. I'm rich, motherfucker. I don't do that. Right. And he's like, Well, you got to. So the guy ends up doing everything that Dean wants. And he sees this is just a glory loop. hole. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? There's another person behind there that'll suck you off. <laughs> I need $2.1 billion. <laughs> now put your wiener through it. This is amazing. 
Yeah. And you call this a you call this a rest stop? Yes. This is yeah. You'll stop here when you want snacks or to ejaculate. <laughs> okay. I like it. Oh, or, like or he's it. pulling the sitcom thing where he's got to go to the other side. Let me just go prod the employee. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, so when Dorsey's ginger, he, he loses it. Quote, Dean, we've done more dot-coms than anyone. I never thought I'd see something in my life as big as the internet, as far as making a difference, and I just saw it. Wow, this is internet big. Yeah. Wow. And this guy's this guy's company is the biggest. He's a partner in the biggest VC company. So Yeah. So 2 months after giving his big speech about everything's hard, people are now begging to fund Ginger. They start kicking around names for Ginger. Um Eglide, Algo, Weeble Wobble, Ball Ball Ballbuster. Ball Look, let's stop talking about Fred and let me shift gears into talking about Ginger. I guess there's no easy transitional line, just some way to sort of shift from topic to topic, just a way to, we're talking about one thing, but I want to transition into a new one. But I would love to do it by being able to connect two dots and have it seem sort of linear while it is indeed a shift. Some sort of segmented discussion that we could potentially move forward in the dialogue in a way without feeling like we've stopped or given up momentum. Uh, New topic. No. (laughs) No, we're close. There was also PEDX. Gladiator. PEDX, you know, let's make it sound like when a pedophile moves into the neighborhood and has to go yes. door to door. Yes. Hi, I'm with PEDX. I just wanted to let you know I molested a bunch of children and now I live on your block. We're with uh, PEDX. This is Ralph. He loves to fondle children and now he lives four houses down. Hi. Yeah, so we're not going to go with PEDX. Okay. Uh, so nothing sticking. Ginger they can't use because... The Church of Christ scientist partly controlled Ginger Rogers' estate and her name. <laughs> wow. Okie dokie. Just, just, we just live in the dumbest world. It's just, like we've just... We've made all these things hey, why that are can't, so dumb. Why, 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 can't, why can't these stupid rich bros who are trying to come up with a wheeled <laughs> transportation that'll eliminate cars use the word ginger? And because of Christ... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so others talk Dean, others at the company talk Dean into bringing in marketers. And at the first meeting, Dean told them they didn't know what they were doing and they needed to think creatively, but cheaply. So he flies to California for a meeting that door sets up and at a private dinner the night before, Steve Jobs is there, and Jobs rides Ginger around, not wanting to give anyone else a chance to ride it. And if someone got on it for a second, Jobs would tell them to get off right after. So Jobs is, Jobs wants in on him. He wants to invest. Uh Uh-huh. So Dean, Dean's now, uh, he's getting, he's been getting angry at the marketing guys um, because they were taking out 
to test it, they were taking out scooters and EVs and mini cars to see how people would react to those things because they couldn't take Ginger out in public because he wants it secret. Right. So the guys who have to market it and come up with all the stuff are like, well, I don't know, we'll take out a scooter. Right. And so Dean gets mad. He's like, it's not a scooter. <laughs> it's not a car. <laughs> yeah. And we can't tell anyone what it is. At one point, he pounded on a table and said, quote, we are an electric pedestrian. It's not a vehicle. It's an alternative to walking. We can't let them call us a scooter. Okay. So um, you said a lot of crazy things. <laughs> we are machine pedestrian. We are motorized walking. <laughs> so we are wheel Steve, legs. <laughs> so Steve Jobs is exactly what he wants. Right. Celebrity, right, all that stuff. He, wa- he wants to get it in celebrities' hands and, and in mayors' hands for like, so the police will have them in places like Disney, big companies. So he doesn't have to right. pay for marketing. They're just seen everywhere and people like them. So Steve Jobs is bugging Dean about investing in Ginger. And Dean flies back out to California to have dinner with uh, Jobs at his house. And Dean is like, you got to fire your CEO. He's got to go. He's behind the times. He doesn't know what's going on. Wow. And he also says, Ginger's design is terrible. And I will be involved to fix the design. And Jobs like, I'm offering $25 million. Dean doesn't say yes. Wow. <laughs> and he goes back, and a few days later, Job offers $50 million. Oh, my God. So at this point, he, all the offers he's gotten, he's gotten offers of $135 million for 27% of the company. Now, that means he would own 73%. That's a good amount. But he doesn't want to give up 27%. He wants to give up like wait like fifteen or twenty. Or right, twenty is too much. So he's it's not also, doing it. It's it's amazing because if you're thinking, like, if you really believe what you're doing is going to get rid of cars, seventy three percent of that uh, yes. company yes. is going to be more money. Than yeah. you or any of your relatives will ever be able to spend. Yeah, you should, you should be like, I'll take it all the way up to I get 51%. Like, that's what, yeah. that should be your line. I sure, still control yeah. the company. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, give me 10%. I'm out of here. I have an island. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, it's, uh, it's actually North Dumpling, but yes, an island. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lord Dumpling. So he, he does not respond to these offers, and Job offers $63 million. Door offers 50 And this is right after the dot-com bust, so no one's investing. Ginger is now valued at $630 million. Wow. And then there's Apple stock goes down like 10%, and Jobs is like, I'm out. I'm pulling out. Oh, wow. I don't have the time. And so, but he does say, I will be an unofficial advisor. So it's the perfect thing because he doesn't want to give up any yeah, control right. or percent to Jobs. But now he's got Jobs' brain. Yeah. And, and he's going to help. Jobs him. is like, I'll he wants to help. 
Yeah, he's like, I want to help design it. Like, it's what you would want for free. Right. Yes. 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 D- despite the misgivings of however people you feel about Steve Jobs, as far as like, if he's like, let me help you design your, you'd be like, yeah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I would like okay. you to help me design this. So Dean has not told any of this to his CEO. So the CEO has no idea when or how much money is coming, which is a problem because his job is to plan and budget what they're going to do. Yeah, it feels like he doesn't want a CEO. Yes. Every decision has to be run past Dean. So the CEO can't make decisions. Sure. And uh, the CEO said they need a procurement guy. For 200000 they've got to hire a procurement guy. And Dean's like, no, let's just find someone young and smart for $35,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> The CEO's like, okay, that's not at all how it works. You're about to do really big sales. You need a really big guy to deal with this. And also, Dean's warehouse land is not right for a big factory. You can't have a big parking lot, and then everything's too close together for shipping and all that. So the CEO is going around looking for locations in the area to build a factory, and Dean just keeps saying no to every single one, saying it's too far away or too expensive. And every time they, every day they aren't starting the factory, the more the production schedule is going to get super squeezed. Nice. So it's all fucking up the future, right? So the marketing firm is now sending over names, 20 at a time. And Dean just shits on all of them. He really went off on Blue Wagon. Blue Wagon? I have to agree with him on. That's horrendous. Blue Blue Wagon. That's horrendous. Blue wagon. <laughs> horrendous. But I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, I remember when we when we had an MTV show and they wanted the title, and the working title was Epic Fail, was like the title we were working uh-huh. on. We're like, we can't do that. And so you th- float out your three favorite ones, and then they're like, nah, it can't be that, or there's like some legal issue or something like that. And then you send a list of like 30, and you probably like eight. And the one that they, and then we had on their philosophy and they were like, we love that one. And we were like, oh God, no, we hate that one. We hate that one. (laughs) But like, you were just throwing a bunch of shit just to be like, look, what, anything here? And then, I mean, so it is, so you're going to have your blue wagons, but it's a really bad one. I used to write with a writing partner and we would put in a terrible joke in a script, a terrible joke to see if the uh, executives, how they would react to it, and you knew if they loved it that they had a terrible sense of humor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that happened a lot. Uh, So um, Dean was really mad at the marketing firm. He said, quote, we couldn't think of names ourselves, so we paid some clown $70,000 to do it. He wanted a name that told a story. Like, the two he kind of liked were Relay or Standing Wave. Standing Wave is also terrible. Standing Wave is terrible. Standing Wave is terrible. So they finished the first model, and Dean spoke to everybody. Quote, I have no doubt at this, 
I have no doubt at all that this will revolutionize the world. And then he spun in circles and he said, quote, the impact of this in the 21st century will be just like what Henry Ford did at the beginning of the 20th century. Oh, bro, relax. Wait, he's on one right now. He's not just like spinning like a lunatic. No, he's he's on a ginger and he spun. Okay, he's on a ginger and he's spinning. But I love that I love that a guy is spinning yeah. on something and saying how it's going to change the world. Like, you're like, I'm Henry Ford. <laughs> I am Henry Ford. He said ginger would be the main form of transportation in cities in five years. It would be as big as radio, TV, or the PC. See, that's crazy. That He's been hanging out with too many of the VC types because... I, you can't, it's very, I just can't imagine thinking that. You know well, what I mean? So, so nobody knew what to make of, the reason why is nobody knew what to make of those things at first. Like the PC, everybody didn't know what it was going to become. They're just like, here's the yeah. thing. And then people started working with it, come up with the ideas. So I get it from that angle, but, but there's also the thing of like, you guys have seen it. You're engineers, so you're already weird. People out in the world haven't seen it. You've shown it to rich guys. That's what I who mean. Who like toys, who like yeah. rich toys. That's it's not the I mean. same you're, thing. You're, it's, it's also like you just you can't predict that. You can't. No. Like John Lennon and Paul McCartney weren't like, we're going to be the biggest band that's ever happened. They were like, <laughs> right? we're really good at music. You know what I mean? But it was like, <laughs> you, like it took a minute. And then you're like, holy shit, we're the Beatles. But you don't like you can't be like this is gonna get rid of cars, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean that's the obvious flaw in this story. Uh, so, uh, you know, he gives this big speech. Now he wants to, he's decided he wants to call it the flywheel. Flywheel. Someone uh, owns flywheel.com, so he needs to buy the the, well, the domain. Get ready for the haggling. Yeah, right. But he that's what he's decided on. So now the investors want to fire the CEO and the directors of engineering, marketing and manufacturing and operations. <laughs> so they want okay. to fire so all the top house. guys. Right. They're saying that none of them are up to the job because everything is going slowly. Well, as well as he's not giving they're like not allowed to work. So they're like, these right. guys don't do anything. He's like, I know it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> The investors were uh, upset because they were now 16 months behind schedule, which isn't surprising because the launch date, when they came up with it, the, all those guys I just said, they told Dean it wasn't possible, and then he went and told this, everyone else that it was going to happen. Right, because he's so, one of these, like, you just say it and it happens. So a big reason why they were behind schedule is Dean making it hard to get suppliers and refusing to approve the factory site. The marketers also cannot test it because of secrecy, which is a problem for getting regulators to make it legal on things like sidewalks. Also, they could not hire new engineers because he wants them very cheaply. And all of the engineers at this point all over the country are getting a $5,000 bonus to sign, and he refuses to do that. So everything's backed I, up because I love, he's cheap I love, and secret. I love trying to get like cities to allow you to kind of change pedestrian laws, and you right. can't tell them what you have. That's right. 
<laughs> so we just need to make it so that there is a lane for this thing. And what is it? I'm afraid I can't. Uh, <laughs> well, what are we? But you, what you are ride we? it? Uh, I, that's your word. I wouldn't say ride it, but let's just say it's a motor walk. Does that make okay, sense? Okay, so it's something you're on. So you're not walking. I'm not, comf- I'm not comfortable saying that either. It is, uh, well, <laughs> what can I say here? It, imagine walking much faster and you steer your... St- I can't say that. I'm sorry. I'm having a lot of trouble. <laughs> what we need to do is basically create a lane for faster pedestrians. Motor walkers. So he doesn't want to create a lane. And you know what you should call he, it? Keeping it he, wheel. He, number one, he wants to tell people, the regulators, that if, they, if anyone gets bumped into on a sidewalk, it would be no different than getting bumped into by someone walking. And I think that's and his, fair. I think that's fair. I think, this, I think if bumping shoulders with someone on a sidewalk is the same thing as running them over with the replacement for the car. <laughs> I do. Call me crazy, but I think that's the same thing. I think that if you think about it when, you know, you sort of like bump shoulders with someone, that's just the same as hitting them with a motorcycle. And the other thing he keeps saying is we should make soft handlebars. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that even mean? What is that so for you safety? Bump into someone they couldn't so get you bump- hurt. So, like, so you're really hedging your bet that the thing that's going to fuck the person up is the handlebar, not the enormous metallic motorized wheeled so, item that the human will be flying on. So it's not going to hurt people because the... The handlebars are going to be made out of bananas. The handlebars are made out of dildos. So uh, <laughs> these are very fleshy sort of uh, handlebars. They will, it'll, it'll be no different than walking into a person. Well, what if uh, you run them over? That'll kill them. That would kill them. That would, yeah. So Dean is invited uh, to Aspen to meet other CEOs who are backed uh, by the VC company. Uh, I'm sorry, Dave. I have to get a bucket to be sick in. Aspen get ready. to go meet these people. Who's the worst CEO you want to meet? Well, besides Busk. Oh, God. I mean. Jeff. Oh, no. God damn it. Say it. Bezos. Bezos. Um, hello. Uh-huh. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way... Fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, 
to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. And for anybody who doesn't know about Jeff Be- Bezos, is it Bezos or Bezos? I've heard it's it both. It's Bezos. Anyway. But um, uh, Behind the Bastards did a great uh, episode on Bezos. And uh, one thing you should know about Bezos, which well, I'll never forget, is he doesn't understand music. He oh, doesn't right, understand I've why people that. listen to it. He doesn't understand what it's for. He doesn't understand music. So he's yeah. a psychopath. Yeah. So they all, um, they all have some little thing like that where it's like, yeah. I abhor dogs. Like, <laughs> I don't process music. Do you understand what I'm saying? What is it? Imagine trying to explain music to someone. Why, oh, why do you like it? Well, because it's like cool and it kind of, you know, that's just no thanks. So he brings uh, Bezos back to his hotel room to ride Ginger, and Bezos rides around just <laughs> giggling. Sounds, sounds, uh, sounds way more nefarious when you put it like that. Yeah, it really does. So Jeff's going to come back to my room, and he's going to ride Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, as long as there's no music while I ride her, it's a machine. Ooh. Soon after, Bezos comes out to visit uh, Dika, and he tells Dean not to advertise. Quote, People won't show this to two people. They'll show it to 100 people. It will be viral. Then he said to have people order six months before launch, and that would give him operating cash. So, like, take, like, a 10% deposit or whatever. And at Dick of Bezos rode Ginger around an empty warehouse yelling, quote, Yeah, baby, and it's a blast! Oh, my God. Uh, I want footage. Oh, yeah, baby. It's a blast. <laughs> Put on some Led Zeppelin. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> he said he wanted to Him invest. Saying, yeah, baby. I know. Yeah, baby. Oh, just like. Hold on one second, dude. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. He, uh, he, what was he doing? I, I don't know. He's under the bed, like, uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of noise coming from under the bed, and I don't like, like, like fabric being clawed noises. Sure, sure. And I think I just uh, heard so, him say, yeah, baby. Yes, that was him. So business wants to invest $10 million. Now, the marketers are very excited, and other heads of the company are, because they have found a name, Landwing. Landwing? And they excitedly tell Dean... Sounds like a Darkwing Duck character. Dean repeats it back to them as if it had caused him to have a speech impediment. 
the, the, the land, land, land wing? Ugh, that's hard to say. And you're like, man, bro, you're overdoing it. Yeah. The Markers uh, then invited a branding company to come talk to Dean about their philosophies. Their philosophies being the living brand and consciousness of chaos. See, here's the so- problem. Is that <laughs> you're not going to find a hero... In marketing people. <laughs> it's You're like, not, they're not, we that's just, not, how did we go to more like, awful? That's my I, question. Yeah, they, like, I'm like on Dean's side. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no here. There's no hero in the story. There's only villains. Yeah. You, you uh, hear that you, and you're just like, did anybody uh, hit them with a shovel when they came in the building? Uh, that just, they sat around and came up with their consciousness of chaos theory. And now uh, everyone thinks, Everyone just thinks it's so awesome. They have these ideas and they listen to yeah. them blather for hours, and it's yes. just horrible. Yes. Everything yes. is horrible. So everyone's just getting D- nicer and nicer clothing while they're coming up with terms like that. Dean listened to thirty minutes of their little speech and then interrupted them and started making fun of their business card. And he uh, called it lazy and pretentious and useless. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. So what is this? Your business? Like, uh... So the marketing team is going crazy. People can't test ginger, but they need to know how people will use it and what they will like about it. Dean wants to push testing back to three to six months before the launch, which is insane for a product mm-hmm. that people are riding around. Mm-hmm. Seems, they seems, have no... seems bad. They have no idea what people think of it, so that means they don't know how they're going to like it and what they're going to like about it and how many they're going to how many people will buy they don't yeah. they're going in completely blind no no this is this is it's very limiting <laughs> and now the ceo says we need to hire a pr firm because a leak will come we need to hire a pr firm to get us ready for the leak and dean says no we're not just blowing money on that right yeah i mean he's it's he, it's it's penny wise dollar foolish 100% he People would always, August is the month everyone took vacations, but Dean did not. He didn't believe in vacations. He called them the V word. You prick. And he said vacations were, quote, a deliberate dissipation of energy, volitional entry, and inconceivable waste. (laughs) That is, like, literally, if you were to put a brain in a calculator. Like, that's just, like, AI. It's just, like, force him to go to Italy. Where they, like, like, make him go listen to them for a minute. It's just a waste of your brain. It's like, no, you actually, you do need to have some enjoyment in existence in order to motivate to do this stupid shit, too. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's inconceivable waste is what he... Calls vacations. Uh, uh, so sorry, cities, the V word. Yeah. By the way, that's what I call the view. Cities start banning scooters because scooters are becoming popular. And this worried the CEO. But Dean, not, not at all worried. Uh, well, those are scooters. And, and yeah. these are living wheel lives. Thank you. It's a, it's a moving robotic pedestrian Exactly. That you stand on. They're wheel shoes. Wheel wheel human. It's a wheel human. Yeah. Yeah. Soft. Yep. So he 
he hasn't hired anyone to deal with different city, state, and country uh, regulations. Sure, but they that's had, fine. They had, they had one consultant write up a report, and she said, quote, the idea of having these big things come up behind me scares me to death. <laughs> well, I yes. mean... Yes! Yes! <laughs> okay, uh, so you're telling me you don't enjoy Judge Dredd? <laughs> So Dean finally allows a regulatory person to be hired, and he let 36 outsiders test gingers. Okay. Now, everybody was known by someone in the company, so it was like a close person. Sure, it's like a soft open. During the test, the regulatory guy fell, cut his hands, and broke a wrist. Uh, it's just like the health inspector got food poisoning. It's not great. <laughs> the uh, there were other accidents. Another guy flew over the handlebars. Now, but weren't they sort is... of soft and fleshy handlebars? <laughs> this is because the code wasn't ready because there weren't. There was a shortage of software engineers because he wouldn't hire engineers. Yeah. But still, most, almost all of them loved Ginger and were very comfortable on it. A lot of, a lot of them, though, they said for a commute, it, the, their commute was too far to ride it, and they'd rather walk if they were going on a short trip to the store. 25% of them said they would buy it, but they all thought it would be pretty cheap. <laughs> These are not great in returns. A, no, they're not. So in a meeting, the CEO tells investors that they're backed up because they have not hired three software engineers. Mm-hmm. And also, they, they were not going to pay $5,000 signing bonuses. Yeah. So an investor Gotta says, quote, investor says, quote, if it takes 5000 to blow someone out of another job, we should do it because we have tens of millions of dollars backed up behind that. Yeah, but $15,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> to a company that values itself at a hundred billion. Dean just wanted to go to like conferences and talk young engineers into working for him. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's probably been, you know, suffocating in a culture that basically, you know, I mean, again, it's all about that. That's one of the things that I think is so frustrating about like living in the, the society we live in where it's just like you can't just give a little money for a fucking park or like yeah, right. uh like you can't this is like and they don't want to they're like but he's no, not no. that but in he's an anomaly most of the other companies are giving the five thousand dollar bonus and giving stock options and giving he's an anomaly I, I i would argue that maybe at that time he's an anomaly but now he's probably a lot more I mean, that feels like now how... I mean, everybody worries about... Well, I mean, I, it really is. It's like you really do, like, they all look at, like, the... I watched uh, Christmas Vacation over the break, and at the end of the movie, Brian Doyle Murray decides to give Chevy Chase his bonus and all the employees his bonus because he's sort of seen the light. And the speech... It, I've seen this movie a hundred times, and then I haven't probably seen the movie in five years. And watching it this time, I was like, this feels so insane that a CEO is, like, changing his mind and going to give people money out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it, it's so incongruent with, with what the culture now. 
But yeah. uh, all right. Anyway, okay. Uh, so the investor thinks it's the CEO's doing, and Dean sits there quietly in the meeting and doesn't say anything. Nice. They're also way over budget, so it looks like they're saving money on stuff that matters and blowing it on stuff that doesn't matter. Right. Now, Dean has picked the name Flywheel. He has told the investors, and they have a logo made. Uh-oh. They're now a year out from building the factory. He's not uh, going to like oh, Sorry, logo. a year behind on building. They're a year behind on building the factory. Okay. So That's, that it doesn't looks seem like, this, like a problem. It, it looks like the CEO is just completely incompetent, but it's all Dean. Yeah. Dean finally, the, in the investor meeting, they're like, build a fucking factory. So he finally agrees to a location in November, and then Dean learns that uh, he waited too long to contact the owner of flywheel.com. It has just been sold to someone else. <laughs> so they got to start over with the name. <laughs> Man, because he didn't remarkable. contact the guy. Yeah, but it's like, and do you know have why someone he didn't do contact? that for you? Yeah, right. Have someone do it, but also he probably didn't want to know how much you'd have to pay, so he kept putting it off. Uh, he didn't want to deal also, with it. Yeah. Dean uh, around this time goes to DC because he is getting the National Medal of Technology, which is an award for wow. Yeah. So he. Uh, and while he's there in D.C., he is invited to meet President Clinton in the White House. And he asks the White House staff if he can bring Fred. Will this thing and- suck your dick? <laughs> <laughs> is there any way no. to get it to blow you? No, but I have another invention uh, at the rest stop in Ohio uh, off the uh, we have uh, We have some of the best glory hole technology in the Lincoln bedroom. But I'm looking for a machine. I was looking for something that I could ride to work. But get my uh, knob globbed while I was doing it. Yeah, we don't have that yet, but we're working on that. I believe in you. I believe in me, too. I believe. So he asked if he could bring Fred and um, some first materials and a 60 Minutes crew, because 60 Minutes is doing a story on him. And the White House staff is like, absolutely not. You can't bring any of that. No. <laughs> They're like, we're like really secure about this thing. Yeah, and so Dean tells... Can I bring some weird robots in 60 Minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Dean, of course, tells 60 Minutes they they can come with him. Awesome. Nice. So he rolls up to the White House, and I literally mean rolls up. He's on Fred. He rolls up to the White House gate with the 60 Minutes crew. He's on Fred or he's on Ginger? He's on Fred. No, no one one has seen Ginger. Ginger's still telling the secret. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So the guards think he's disabled because he's in a oh wheelchair. Oh, God. This is crazy. And they think he has permission to bring the crew in, the TV crew. So they get through, and they start heading up the path, and Dean runs over a TV cable, and Fred starts to fall over. Fred is part of its programming is that it will shut down when it starts to actually fall over. So now Fred has to be reset so that's what happens with when it actually is going to fall over. And then over. he gets up out of the wheelchair, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Exactly. Really? He has to reset it with a computer, which means going back out to the car. So he gets up and drags Fred back to the gate, and the guards see him, and they say, quote, you didn't tell us you could walk, and Dean says, you didn't ask. Oh, wow. This is, I mean, you're not dealing with, like, the, like, bouncer at Bennigan's. This is, like, 
<laughs> he's he came up in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be like, can you walk? <laughs> oh my god! Imagine making that part of your protocol. <laughs> so they reset Fred, and the guards let him back in. Wow. And he gets to the Oval Office. He's on Fred. He goes in on Fred. And he babbles to Clinton for 15 minutes. Now, he's only supposed to be there for five minutes, but he keeps babbling about first. Clinton has met him somewhere, and Clinton says, makes a comment like, don't ever ask this guy a question if you, if you want to you know, have the rest of your day free. And then a photographer starts taking pictures, and Dean whips out a folder of first like propaganda from under Fred's wheelchair seat and hands it to Clinton so it will be in the photo. Oh, wow. <laughs> God damn. Who is there <laughs> anybody who likes this person? <laughs> like, it's oh, just the worst Lord. kind of person. <sighs> so, uh, Dora calls a meeting in California to talk about Ginger. Bezos and Jobs are invited and wow. other investors. When they get there, Jobs has notes written on his palm. Interesting. It's the iPhone. And his CEO is giving a presentation, and he asks the CEO, what do you think of the design? And the CEO is like, it's coming along. And Jobs says, quote, I think it sucks. Oh. <laughs> well, look, Steve, we're really pretty <laughs> screwed over here, so let's get it out now. <laughs> He says it's a revolutionary machine, but it looks traditional. And design firms could come up with ideas that, quote, would make you shit your pants. Mm. Nice. And they shouldn't be making it themselves. It should be made in China, not New Hampshire. And Dean just sat there letting the CEO be attacked for decisions that were his. Wow. Well, now you know why he kept him around. Yeah. Bezos calls the plan a DOA. He says car companies are going to make it illegal for you to ride on sidewalks. The attacks on the CEO and the director of marketing go on for two hours. The meeting was a complete setup by Dorr to make the CEO and the other guys look bad. Dorr said, quote, we get to do something like this so rarely we shouldn't launch until Steve Jobs wets his pants and Bezos said, quote, until he shits his pants. Quite a, uh, I, quite a conversation no, we're having. I mentioned there's no heroes in this story, right? That's amazing for like, until Steve Jobs wets his pants. I think you mean shits his pants. He apparently has like a honk type laugh. Honk, 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 honk. Dude. His laugh is absolutely insane. If you want to see Jeff Bezos' laugh, uh, go on YouTube and watch David Blaine, Jeff Bezos. And you really get to hear Bezos rip his laugh. And it is, it, it is like someone read a book on laughing and hasn't stuck the landing yet. He's just like... <laughs> And like David Blaine's like, bro, I'm like a real weirdo and you are creeping me in. <laughs> it is unbelievable. 
Now, the reason that this meeting probably happened was because VC guys want to extend things, making the company burn money, so they'll need more money, and then they can get a bigger piece of the company mm-hmm. and more control. Mm-hmm. So uh, after this, Dean is getting calls from other people in the meeting asking why he had these guys running things. So there's a big push. Bezos keeps pushing to be an investor and telling Dean to fire the CEO. In December, Dorr said Jobs, he gets, he calls Dean. He goes, I was just on the phone with Jobs. And Jobs said, quote, they're buttheads. That marketing guy should be selling Kleenex at a discount store in Idaho. And that CEO, where did you find an old line butthead like him? First of all, buttheads. And second of all, who's a tissue salesman anywhere? (laughs) Nobody's like at a store like, how are you? I'm Daniel Kleenex. I just love the idea of these. There's just these guys that people think are such geniuses, and they're like yeah, calling butthead. people buttheads. Like he's just, a butthead, <laughs> and that guy's also a butthead. And we're looking for someone to shit their pants. <laughs> Since the beginning of Fred and Ginger, Dean had a reporter coming to Dika two days a week to write a book. Okay. Right. So he signed an NDA. Sure. But it I'm just sure said, he did. It just said it just said until you know you can't say what it is until it comes out. Right. So <laughs> this guy's like, okie dokie. Ah. So this guy, like, he's been there forever now, and he feels like he's like he's kind of part of the team. Like everybody knows him and they like him. And but now the writer's agent sends out the book proposal to publishers. It doesn't say what ginger is, but it has a lot of info on how it will change the world. It has quotes of what jobs and Bezos and investors had said in meetings. Ginger was called it. And the proposal went out and then it was leaked to a Silicon Valley startup news company, which is just a website. (laughs) (laughs) It what sounds is, a lot more important. I mean, I mean, they sold. They eventually sold the startup news company for a bunch of money. But it's like, yeah, again, guys, it's just a website. So no, 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 no. Inside dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the inside. <laughs> dot so, news. Okay, so now the world knows that there's well, it's a good thing, thing you have there. that PR company. Yes, thank you. The investors are pissed. Steve Jobs is furious that Steve Jobs, uh, you know, they had a they had an embedded reporter and Steve Jobs didn't know, and so he's like yelling at Dean for not telling him there's a reporter in the room that when guy he's was saying a the shit your pants and you've been a butthead about it. I'm mean, I'm talking about <laughs> shitting my pants to that butthead. <laughs> then everybody who is quoted denies the quotes. Dean tells the writer of the book the book is dead and he's banned from Dika. Dean puts out a statement, quote, we have a promising project, but nothing of the earth shattering nature that people are conjuring up. The leaked book proposal quoted several prominent technology leaders out of context without their doubts, risks, and maybes included. Yeah, no. Uh, so he, because uh, all of the quotes are what they have been saying. Yeah, right. It's going to change the world. It's going to yeah. change transportation. And now as we he's know like, it. no, ba, 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 ba. it's a skateboard. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so the media goes fucking nuts. Every news outlet in the country is like, what is it? Uh, Reporters. This is as bad as it could be. Yeah. They, yeah, they, <laughs> handled, really, they yeah. couldn't have done this It's worse. the MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Reporters are hanging outside the Deca Gates. New York Times does a big write-up. We want uh, to talk to the Lord of Dumplings. <laughs> the New York Times story is mo- mostly made up. It says Dean wrote the book proposal. He's co-writing the book. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Other reporters, however, parrot what the Times wrote because it was in the Times. It's a January news hole also. There's just not a lot of news in January, so it is just filling all the space. Plus, it's a mystery, and everybody loves a mystery. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Bezos tells a reporter, quote, Ginger is indeed very cool, but it is the single most overhyped thing in the history of the universe. It's, it's basically like music. Uh, that is a <laughs> The CEO gets fired. Finally. The guy who kept telling him to hire a PR company. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon takes orders for Ginger, even though no one knows what it looks like, the price, or when it will be ready. And Bezos did it without Dean's approval. What is going on? The ex-CEO said this this was a way for Bezos to grab early adopters. So if Dean said Bezos couldn't sell it, Bezos would have the names of those people who use his leverage. Right. The CEO said, quote, it's classic stuff, but Dean never had never seen it and doesn't know what to do about it. Uh, Dean uh, then fired the marketing director. Man. So Dor gets Dean to hire an ex-Motorola Motorola CEO to come in for a two-month tryout. He's gone after the two months. Wow. After that, Dean rejected every CEO Dor brought to him, and he told the reporter a CEO would just be another person mucking around. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you I don't mean, let them do you, anything. Yeah, exactly. If you don't empower them to like actually have a role. <laughs> so people are going fucking bug fuck over it. Websites are built just to talk about what it could be. It's in the you top mean news 10. information uh, internet providers. That's correct. No, I mean, no, I mean, people made websites. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, oh. oh, I see what you're saying, the thing previously. Yes. Yeah, there's, it's, there's uh, forums. What, medically called, speaking, like, it was is, a callback. There's like forums called whatisit.com. Like it's just. Yeah, it's worse. This is worse. It's, it couldn't this be worse. worse. It couldn't be worse. Yeah, this is worse. This is worse. Because it is just a fucking fancy scooter at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like the top 10 thing talked about online. Reporters find the patent drawings and people are like, it's a time travel machine. It's a levitation oh. machine. Oh it's an anti-gravity machine. Like, people are coming up with the craziest... I mean... I remember this. I was just like, what is going there's on? There's no worse marketing than, like, what are the people saying? Well, they're hoping that it uh, does time travel. He's like, well, it's not as good as that. That's not I great. Mean, 
they immediately should have said what it was. Immediately. Yeah. yeah right. uh, immediately got out and just be like, this is all it is. Because this went on, like, two months later, it's still the top ten talked about thing. Because oh. it's a mystery. And people just keep coming up with wild ideas. Like, Art Bell is like, Art Bell actually had a guy on who was a, whatever, a paranormal, whatever. And he basically described exactly what it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is the funniest thing. <laughs> um, so, right. So there's all these fantastical ideas. Um, but they find the patents. Dean's like, uh, it's not like people's guesses. And um, he also says, I didn't file those patents. Like, he's just trying. He's just scrambling. But it makes him famous. He's now a celebrity engineer. And websites, people are following everywhere he travels. People are following him around the town he lives in. People watch him in trees with binoculars. Sure. So Dean thinks he's killed that book, and he talks to the writer, and he finds out he actually doesn't have the power to kill it. Yeah. The story was the reporter's story. Dean flips out, quote, you never told me you were writing a book. But that's the entire reason he had brought him to Decca. Well, yeah, but also, like, I mean, what do you expect? Even if even if you didn't, like, you, you're inviting some a third party to just kind of sit in on 20% of your meetings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so similar to what happened with Trump and, um, and what's his face? Uh, who, uh, Bob Woodward. Where it was just like, oh, he was yeah. like, put the book out. Or, or even the, uh, the other one. Like, any of those books where they're like, well, hey, well, you didn't tell us you were writing a book. And it was like, well, I was <laughs> you, I'm a in writer. the White House. I'm a reporter. <laughs> the fuck did you think I was doing? So uh, the, reporter, the reporter said, quote, now he was inventing a new story in which I never told him that I was writing a book in which he controlled everything I wrote. Uh, the writer is Steve Kemper. But um, yeah, so... So in, in October, Dean finally let some Boston cops come and ride Ginger. Okay. Um, sure. One said he liked that it was quiet, quote, because we're still in the business of sneaking up on people sometimes. <laughs> hey, can we talk to you over here? <laughs> hey, O'Malley, can we get a word? Also, another cop said that, you and know. What they, I like about they... it is that when I shoot it in the back, it doesn't scream. <laughs> Another cop yeah, said, it doesn't start talking about its rights all the time, which I'm a huge fan of. Another cop said that uh, they would get so tired riding their bikes that sometimes he couldn't think. So this this would be great. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, we like it just can we just elect picks our president already? So Dean is elated by the cops feedback. And then some Atlanta city planners reached out. They came to see it um, because the city has such bad transportation problems. And they left wanting to have a pilot ginger program in Atlanta. Can, the idea that, <laughs> that, the, that this is going to help your city with transportation. Do you not remember the articles? I the don't. Articles, I really don't. The articles were like, this is going to change the world. But how We're do you all going even... to do this. I remember, I remember there was a, there was a, a but, illustration how? of a train in which everyone put their, put their uh, like a docking, a docking car for their gingers 
So you'd put it on your the and then you'd shake the train in the city and get off and ride your ginger to work. But just like then, all these people riding, like it's just like, can you? I mean, I would just be like, I, I mean, I really don't remember like the the brouhaha leading up to it. But I would imagine that somebody would be like, I feel like a lot of people are gonna die. Like you'd just be like, this seems a little. These are not like they're not like little slender like things. These are kind of big. Yeah, big they're piece big. of machinery. I mean, it's no different than a bike or anything else, honestly. It's, it's bigger not. than a bike, though. And it's, it's faster, it's not, and it's more like... It's not faster than a bike, but it's well, also Well, where are like, you going to be riding them? Correct. That, that, and so this is, this is the problem you're bringing up. There's no infrastructure built around how this would work. Yeah. There's no... Is it sidewalk not even or a road? Of, you know, in a lot of cities, there's not even bike lanes that, like we yeah. have now compared to then. But... Um, but yeah, there's not like they want it on sidewalks, but that lady's right. People are gonna be terrified. That would be horrendous. Yeah. So anyway, Atlanta's in. Um <laughs> D- uh, by the way, Dean Dean is still not sold the mar- he's not hired a marketing team still. Um a new name became a possibility. Segway. There we go. A verb to segue from place to place or a noun. And he liked that dub- the double. He loved the double thing. Can you imagine the marketing team when he like kind of likes something? They're like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. no, we we like that right. too. That it's nouny and verby. Yep, yeah, that's totally Absolutely. what we were thinking. Just yes, our way yeah. into this. Just, just we, yes, we, just yes. Come on, it's a terrible we can name, leave. But yes. We can leave the island of dumpling. Uh, now, some companies are considering buying ginger. So there's two, there's two versions. They're going to have a, a commercial bigger version and then a smaller personal version, right? Mm-hmm. So this will be for you know, workers. And So Federal Express, this Federal Express is talking about buying a bunch and the post office. The holdup the hold <laughs> is that Dean is not settled on a price, maybe 5000 maybe 8000 maybe 10000 So that's why they're not buying them yet. They reveal it on December 3rd, 2001, on Good Morning America. It was under a little curtain, and they lifted it up, and Diane Sawyer said, quote, but that can't be it. (laughs) I also, it's a little amazing that it's like, you're just uh, under two months removed from 9-11, and you're like, let's go. Yeah, that's right. That's, absolutely. That is a huge. (laughs) Also, wouldn't you just have him, like... You'd be like, and this is this is it, and he should write it in. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. It's so, yeah, whatever. So, well, you can tell he's just, yeah, like you're like to what you're pointing out. I mean, it's he, he's just him. It's like it's like your neighbor invented a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> so they take him outside. The two hosts ride around. They love it. It's officially named Segway now. Um, it's going to go on sale in late 2002. So a year from now, the show's website, however, gets a million hits. Wow. Because it does look cool. Like, you do just lean and it goes. Like, it is a thing. Yep. People people like it. A lot of people don't. Some say it's just a toy for rich people. Everyone. Everyone called it a scooter, which made Dean mad. Oh, that's great. The Washington Post headline was, quote, the invention that runs on hype. The onion, quote, Uh. upright handlebars ergonomically designed to maximize a loss of dignity. (laughs) (laughs) 
They put out a list of companies. So they're going to, the, the one that's coming on the year is the commercial one. So they put out a list of who's going to buy it. It's a very small list. FedEx is not on it because Dean had not come up with a price and they dropped out. Wow. Good Lord. New York Times write up, writes up a big flattering article. Time Magazine does also. Titling it, Reinventing the Wheel. Jay Leno, Sting, and Russell Crowe ride them on The Tonight Show. David Letterman makes fun of it. It all makes Dean more famous. He is now being compared to Thomas Edison. By the way, almost every company Edison made failed. Hmm. Dean finally announces a $10,000 price. And in May 2002, he hires ex, an ex-Subaru president to be CEO. In late 2002, Dean and Bezos go back on Good Morning America to announce the consumer model could be ordered on Amazon for $4,950. Get bent. Wow. You have to put down a 10% deposit. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that. it's just like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, $5,000. I remember hearing that. a lot of money to just like. I remember hearing about it. I was like, okay, it sounds like kind of cool. I might want to check it out. And then $5,000, like, oh, I'm out. Like, I can't. Yeah. I could maybe do $700. Like, I I didn't have any money. So it would be ready in March, hopefully, between March and July. So we're still, you know, another seven or eight months out. They they thought they were going to sell fifty to 100,000 in the first year, somewhere in there. They sold 6000 Oh, my God. Now, that is $30 million. So Yeah, but, I mean, we were it's talking. Not, you were Henry we were Ford talking, right? a year ago. Yes. It, it, the expectation compared to. So it's seen as a failure, but it's actually not. Yeah. They sold $30 million worth of product in their first year. That's successful. Yeah. But the hype machine killed it. In June 2003, That George would be a w. good Bush, name for it. The hype killed it. The hype machine. The hype machine, yeah. Yeah. They should have just called it the hype. Yeah, yeah. George W. Bush rode one and fell off in front of cameras. Well, I mean, to be fair, what do you you expect? He also almost died from a pretzel, so. (laughs) Man, can you imagine the ripple effect if he died from that pretzel? Oh. Although, then... Janie uh, would be president. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two months after Bush fell, they were uh, all the segways were recalled for a software patch because right. three people had fallen down and hurt themselves because they accelerated when the battery died. So they had to change that so it would just slowly, you know, go out. Yeah. Like, why well, wouldn't you think of that? One anyway. would assume that that would be one of the features that, and if the battery's well, dying, don't try to move anymore. So uh, the CEO, the new CEO, quit. Now tons of executives are constantly leaving the company. Dean managed to raise another $31 million. They sold 100 to Celebration Florida at a huge discount to see what would happen if a bunch of people had them in a town. Within a year, no one was riding them. Hmm. A Segway employee, quote, there was a significant dork factor. It was never truly socially accepted. 
Yes. There is a significant dork factor. Look, if Jeff Bezos is on your thing saying, yeah, baby, that's a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) By the summer 2004, under 10,000 had been sold. (laughs) Just like the Model T. It's too expensive. You couldn't test ride it. Mm-hmm. You had to buy it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And here's the worst thing of all. You had to do, you had to go to, on your own dollar, a regional training center I was for say. a weekend to learn how to ride it safely. Yeah. Yeah, because they, the whole thing was that, I don't even remember when I first rode one, but... It was not, like, the easiest transit. Like, people were fucking getting fucked up from just getting on one and trying to ride it. There was yeah, a, it was a little confusing. There, it was there confusing. was a little bit of, like, a rebalancing that you had to kind of go through. Yeah, but that's easy to handle. You just have dealerships. Yeah, I would say that there, for sure there would be... But you're also imagining that these are going to be like everyone's going to have one, so that you're not going to have to get over that's that. That's what they thought. So why would you I mean, have? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, like yeah. so. Yeah. Um. So in January 2004, Dean was pushed out. He was put in a reduced role. A new CEO could absolutely not believe that they never set up dealerships for people to ride segways. So he quickly put 60 around the country. The company that made the transmissions for the Segway filed for bankruptcy because Dean had ordered one million. His eyes were bigger than his tummy. <laughs> A million. <laughs> it, they thought they were going to be making two six thousand a week. Oh my god! That's how much they made in the first like year. Oh my god. In 2007, the latest CEO got together with General Motors and made a lightweight EV pod car to sell in China. And then the housing crisis hit, and that Mm. that was over. So they mostly just sold Segways to tour companies at this point. Mall Cop came out in 2009. Uh Huge (laughs) Segway dork situation. Like, any hope they had at that point was crushed. Can you imagine when they saw, like, the preview for Paul Blart Ball Cop? And they are like, that's oh. not good. <laughs> oh. So that year, the company was sold to Jim Heseldon. Uh, we don't know how much. He's a rich British guy who made a fortune inventing these earth containers that the armies use as barriers in war. Nice. Anyway, we don't know how much. Uh, it was never announced. Nine months later, Hesselden was walking his dog on his Segway when he uh. backed up to let another dog walker pass, and he backed off a cliff and fell to his death. Oh, I've heard that one before. That's just the worst thing. I mean, that, I think, okay, so you're kind of already maybe dead as a company, but the second that the word that the CEO of Segway died on a Segway got out there, that did not <laughs> help any, anything. That was when you're like, wait, what? The guy who like owned the company, what did he do? <laughs> he took it over a cliff. So the guy who bought Segway and was running the company, Wiley Coyote'd off a cliff on a Segway. That's right. He must so, have been, uh, as he was falling to his death, <laughs> he must have also just, in a passing moment, had enough time to be like, 
this is also going to be really bad for the company. <laughs> I should have hired a PR guy for this. <laughs> uh, so... In 2013, Roger Brown of Tennessee bought Segway from Hesselden's estate for $9 million. Wow. Wow. I mean, dude, we're like 50 years away from being able to take a crack at it. (laughs) Uh, Brown brought in new employees because he thought the current employees were super uptight. He used cheaper parts, and the company started turning a profit in a year. And then he got the U.S. International Trade Commission to look into infringements of Segway's self-balancing technology patents. Ah, wow. One of the companies named in that situation was called Ninebot. So Brown sold Segway the next year to Ninebot for $75 million. So he just basically found a company that was using the technology, essentially, and then he just basically got rid of it because it was kind of useless at this point. Well, well yeah, but also they Ninebot was making scooters and other things, and they wanted to get into the U.S. market. The oh, only way to get into right. the U.S. market. So he basically just patents. turned it into yeah right it was basically a patent essentially is what it became it, yeah he he bought it he he bought the company for the patents and that's how he made his money nice and he turned it around so it wasn't so terrible, Dean probably that, had a phone call with him where he's like look I'm really excited for you to be on board and the guy's like yeah 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 no we're really gonna yeah no I, I definitely yeah it'll yeah it's the future for sure yeah yeah hey I gotta run man I gotta run I gotta I got another call I gotta make a <laughs> uh, couple years later. Brown was in Cincinnati, and he sees all these people riding around on scooters. Yeah. Ninebot is the maker of all those scooters wow. that led to the scooter craze. They shipped one million scooters in 2018. Bird, Lime, Uber, Lyft, Ford, all Ninebot scooters. Turns out when Dean owned Segway... They did make prototypes of scooters, electric uh, bikes, skateboards, uh, and even a unicycle, but never commercialized uh, them because there was no uh, money to do it. Oh, uh, 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 you're right there. And Ginger, with Ginger, they tried to work with city governments. The new scooter companies just brought them in and dumped them on the street. <laughs> to be fair, I really feel like they, I mean, if you had gone to them and been like, just put them on the street. They'd have been like, you cannot do that. Because <laughs> you should not be able to do that. But that is what ended up happening. Yeah, I, that, that's the only... That, obviously, that's the only comparison you can think of. But the thing about those is that they are so... Uh, there's just so much... They're just slighter. They're just not nearly as enormous, and it's like... Right. It's it, also, there's no learning curve in learning it. You get on it, you, you know how but, to ride a scooter. But, I mean, first of all, I've, I have a friend who took a fall on one of those, and, I mean, it looked like oh, yeah. a Hollywood movie scar going down his face. Yeah. Um, and there are the amount of times where I've, like, where you, someone zooms by you, and you're like, that person's going to fall. And you, but you might yeah. not see it, but... And my favorite story is the one time when uh, Mr. Dave Anthony told me that he <laughs> took one of those scooters and rode it 
from Hollywood oh, yeah. to Eagle Rock to just see yeah. how far you see can how far ride I would it. Go. What far? And you wrote <laughs> And I was like, what? I, I've, I can't remember, but you'd like, you called me and you're like, yeah, I just took it like really far. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, are you making this up? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, so Dean, uh, Dean was right about the battery powered transportation devices, right? I yeah. mean, they're everywhere. They're a thing. Uh, he's now moved on to his latest venture, the Advanced Regenerative Manufacturing Institute, which explores ways of regenerating human organs. Well, it's a good thing he's 72. <laughs> he's, he's looking for his own like liver. Segway sold about 140,000 vehicles in its entire run. Uh, but they were built so well, they never broke down. Some people have gone over 100,000 miles on their Segways. Wow. So no repeat customers. As scooters took off, Segway sales collapsed. In July 2020, the last Segway was manufactured in New Hampshire. The last 21 workers were laid off. The Segway name will still exist because of brand recognition, but the vehicle known as the Segway is no more. Hmm. So they basically just sell. They have they they put out uh, this company Ninebot put out like a a chair that you ride it like it's like I'm like yeah that makes sense like that's totally useful but you sit in a chair and you drive around like I mean that is know, that is Wally. I mean at the end of the day you know he had a he had an idea and he had a technology because all that all that balancing stuff is used in the scooters today right yeah but he just had a very strict yeah. idea of how it was going to work. And it also, and we, again, the was world trying wasn't to ready. shave money. He was trying to shave, shave money, money left it. and right. The world wasn't ready, you know, just from like the aspect of like energy and everything else. Um, it wasn't ready, but I, I'm like, he seems like a, he seems, I mean, he's just one of those guys, like he's a genius, also an yeah. idiot. <laughs> like, right. Like he's, yeah. I mean, because these ideas, he has cha- he has changed the world. He has yeah. greatly helped people with his medical inventions, and and you know those are profoundly positive things. Yeah, the Segway also could have been a positive thing. It's just like he is the worst businessman in the world, and if he got out of his own way, it could have been interesting. Like if if Steve Jobs had gotten involved, designed it uh. cool, and had it built it, because that's a key thing. If you built it in China for cheap. That thing is way, way less than building it in fucking New Hampshire. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what they like, right? Globalization is you pay people no money to build something, and then you yeah, make a lot cool. of money off of it. It's awesome. I agree. So that's what Jobs would have done, and there probably yeah. would be. If Jobs had put it out, all of those Apple people would have bought it in a heartbeat. Yeah. He really should have just said, I'll let, I'll let Apple yeah. license this. Yes. You let Steve Jobs take the wheel for at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, Man, that is so nuts. That is so crazy. And I, I do think the, like, you know, if you think about the idea of just plopping a bunch of segues in a city just would not seem, like, even for his weird, irrational decision-making, that would not seem like an option. Like, no, that just not. wouldn't make, you just would be like, you can't do that. But Part of could. what maybe... 
Go ahead. Well, here's the thing, though. Like you said, people get hurt on those scooters all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. Like, yeah. you, the, the horror stories are all, especially because people get drunk and ride them. Like, that's the yeah. main reason people get hurt all yeah. the time. They don't care if people get hurt. There's no. No. Well, when you, when you sign up on the, now there were no cell phones, so you couldn't, you couldn't sign I was sign also going to make waiver. the connection to Uber. Where it was like you, like Uber was transportation where you kind of have waived. Uh, there's a lot of like rights waving going on there. And so maybe like Uber had to crawl for Lime scooters and those other ones to, to walk, you know? Like it, it felt like that was definitely a, I mean that, I mean again, like that just sort of, I rationalize it a little like through that through thinking about that but it, it's totally i mean it's totally insane <laughs> obviously i know i know people hate those scooters but those scooters are better for the environment than a car well then if there's also the we are the two. they're not better we than are walking, so but. we are such horrible you know people where it was like it's funny to throw them in rivers and it was like why yeah why now that kind of shit you're just like like a so let's make it ten times worse than the environment. Like we're yeah, already just up like all let's, the fucking lithium yes. and shit. Like uh, always. Yeah, I mean it's um, we can't have nice things. No, people are always like oh, they just they they're all over the sidewalk. Like that's not the scooters. That's the people. That's the humans. That's the us. Yeah. We did that. Uh, sources: Reinventing the Wheel, a story of genius, innovation, and grand ambition by Steve Kemper. Machine of Dreams and Vanity Fair. Uh, the BBC, uh, CNN, the Segway history, Fast Company, exclusive Segway, the most hyped invention since the Macintosh and production, and uh, uh, AV Club, Dan Coy's Wonders of He's more responsible for killing the Segway. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dave, I'll also be at Rooster Tea Feathers February 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. So, and, and this guy now, Dean, is like 73 years old. Yeah, he's in his 70s years. now. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a... It is really quite a crazy. Ride, man. It yeah, is really it, crazy. It's, it it's really crazy is, because I, had, I thought that the Segway just went away. I didn't realize that it then turned into the... The scooter no. craze and that. Yeah. I had no idea. So when I read that, I was like, oh, well, that's wild. Like, I never put that together. But, you know, things are just ahead of their time. I think if it came out now, it would be a different animal. I, I, I don't think... Like, if you were making I it bet now... I it would be, yeah. You would also, like... I don't think they would try to make it... Because of globalization, I don't think that he would even consider yeah. trying to make it in New Hampshire. He would It'd just, be cheaper. It'd be cheaper, and I mean, that's the end of the day, right? You want to profit on human misery, which is, you know, what that is, and then you get to sell it that's for cheaper to richer people. Well, it's true. I mean, that's essentially... No, it is, is for sure. Yeah, I still, I think it, you know, it's just, it really very quickly was like a nerdy thing. Yeah, I mean, the dork factor, I remember I rode one. My manager had one, and I remember I went up to a house, and I rode it around, and I was just like... I don't know what I'd do with this. Like, that was my first thing. I'm like, it's fun to ride, but I don't know what I would do with it. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not a handy thing to ride yeah. around. But also, it was like, it was dorky. Like, you, you felt like a dork on it. It's dorky. They didn't, 
That's the main thing. Like, if they'd made it cool, that's the jobs factor, right? Jobs would have yeah. spent money. That's the thing that always, like, I hate that design shit of Apple because I think it's, I genuinely think it's fucking stupid. Like, you just don't have to make it industrial and utilitarian. Like, it, it that's the thing about the, the segways. It just looked like, you know, something you would have in a factory. It didn't look cool. But I also don't think you need to pay some guy $30 million to fucking design a scooter. Like, there's a way, <laughs> way to make it. Yeah. They have all these guys like, he's the ultimate. He, he made a chair. And you're like, okay, the chair is really cool, but it's also that guy shouldn't be a billionaire because of it. Like, the design aspect of all of this shit, I think, is really overhyped and fucking dumb. How great would it be in the like to live in the dimension where Bezos went over the mountainside? Oh! On it. And his last words were, yeah, baby! (laughs) (laughs) As he wily, the wily coyote dust. Well, you've done it again, buddy. That's how I'm going to end every one of these. Huh? I always wanted to do that episode. Yeah, that's crazy.